Welcome, Footlers, to Barrel Proof 276. I'm your host, Glenn Grum. We have a very special episode where we'll go over our playoff picks and uh, tell you some winners and losers of the weekend that was in the USL first-round playoffs. And what a weekend it was. Indeed. But before we get started, I need to introduce this week's cast of characters. With us today, we have one Mr. Lucidity Sting, Matt Owens. Hello, Matt here. How's it going, everybody? It's going very well, Matt. It, it was a fun night last night. I'm feeling a little, uh, you know, getting back to regular strength, I guess, you know. Drank lots of fluids mm-hmm. after having such a fun <laughs> evening. Mm-hmm. And we also have... You were, you were nice and loud up there. I was trying. You got the, the drums sounded amazing, and I walked around to one of the bars... Um, when I wasn't on the stand, and you could really hear the drums like through the stadium, it sounded great last night. I mean, you guys always sound great, but that playoff atmosphere was just electric last night, I thought. So thank you for everything you guys do, all the groove machine, all the capos, and then all the uh, the, the singers in the Estopinal End Choir, all of you as well. Heck yeah. <laughs> and speaking of drums, should we introduce City Drummer Boy here? Yeah. We also have on the ones and twos, Mr. Patrick Arkenberg. Maybe I need to change that name. I haven't uh, actually drummed at a city game in two years now. Maybe you need to change that. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I think you need to change. But you know, I mean, it's it, crowded, but we can squeeze you in. I promise. That's fair. That's fair. I guess. I guess I could go uh, either way, couldn't it? Hello, everybody. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully, I don't get driven insane by uh, new country music tonight. But uh, we'll bear through and uh, we'll make this work. Perfect. So before we get too far into it, I do want to make sure that everybody knows, uh, you know, one of Racing Louisville's players, uh, Emily Fox, is up for NWSL Rookie of the Year. Um, and How awesome is that? I, right? They vote often. Exactly. That's what I want to let you know. Make sure you go to their page. There's a link you can click. Go out there and vote. Get out there and take care of that uh, out there in, uh, in podcast land. Make sure you cast your votes. You don't, a, pack, you don't you don't cast the vote on the podcast, so it's, it's it is on the interwebs, but not, yes. not on the podcast. Not on our pack, podcast, but hopefully we'll find a way to get that on our Twitter, so we can get that shared with you, get you that link, so you can click that. If not, uh, I'm on Facebook. I have it shared to my Facebook page. I'm, I'm still working on coming back to Twitter. Um, it's hard to get back in the cesspool, but once you've gotten out, not worth mm-hmm. it. <laughs> But I get, if you get your shots, you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make sure that everybody knows to go out there and take care of that. You know, cast your votes and uh, and see if we can't. You know, bring home, home some hardware for our first season, right? Some hardware. Be nice to, you know, recognize somebody who did a great job. I think played very well this season for us and mm-hmm. get get her some recognition. Plus, there's really cool uh, vote for Foxy buttons at the team store, yeah. and they're absolutely free, I believe. So they yeah, are. Absolutely. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, Took so six we, just in case. They've stolen a button if they're not. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we do not yep. promote the cool, cool crime of stealing yep. on this podcast, so. Heck no. Especially not from the team store. No, not but, at all. Yeah, she, yeah she's up against, up against some tough competition in Trinity Rodman, so get out there sure. and vote. Absolutely. So, do we want to get into the, uh, the, the, the fun that was the, the wild, wild west and the most reliable east? <laughs> <laughs> 
right? I mean, I, I think somebody messed up the parameters on the simulation this year because that was insane. <laughs> yeah, so we'll start. Um, I just kind of wrote them down in order as they were listed on on uh, on Yahoo. So that's the order the games took place. So we had the first match mm-hmm. with San Antonio two, San Diego Loyal zero. So that was actually watch this game number number four versus number two, correct? In that matchup, uh, it would be three versus three two. versus two. Sorry, um, that's how that works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they had two goals, San Antonio in the fourteenth and the twenty fifth minute, and uh, mm-hmm. looks like Patrick and Herman both pick this this game correctly. So kudos to them. Thank you, mm-hmm. Matt. You watched the game. What did you think? Um, it looked of the, of all the Western games, this looked like the most straightforward, normal match. San Antonio consistently looked like the better team. They got their two goals. They sat back and they won. San Diego loyal just looked like they were outclassed and didn't have an answer. All right. Well, the net, if I was going to see one of these in the East, I think that would probably be the game that I would expect to have been in the East. That just fairly regular game. Nothing insane. Gotcha. Well, the, the next match played on Friday night was El Paso zero, Oakland one. That's a that was a four or number four versus number one, right in the West mm-hmm. out there. The first of the four one upsets. Yeah, yep. And uh, that was a goal in the seventy sixth minute to seal it for Oakland. I did not get a chance to watch the match. It looks like I mean it was a pretty evenly matched contest. Um, I'm not sure how it ended one zero one to Oakland, but I know there was one goal scored seventy six minute. Watch the highlight of that realistically, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like Patrick and myself no picked that one correctly. Well done, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. And then we are on to the first game in the East: Charlotte three, Memphis one. Uh, looks like Charlotte was pretty dominant in this game and uh, never took their foot off the gas. Uh, scored three. No, it's they've added a lot of talented pieces, and Memphis is Memphis. They're okay, but Charlotte's a quality team. We're going to have our I'm hands say full. It's going to be a tough game next weekend. A- absolutely, look through the stats. They played very well. They they shot the ball well. They possessed it well as well. So um, it, it, it is going to be a tough match, I think. So we'll have to be very careful, make sure we're on our game defensively because they seem to be on the front foot and attacking. So, And uh, mm-hmm. Matt and Herman picked this game correctly. Yep. And then we're on to Tampa 6, Tulsa 2. So Yeah, I know a Tulsa player got sent off, and from there the doors kind of came off. So that was uh, they were already in a, in a in a world of hurt by the time that happened. They had a they gave up a goal in the twenty first to Guinzati, and then in the forty sixth they had an own goal, and then in the fifty sixth mm-hmm. uh, Dos Santos had scored as well. So Bird had gone off in the seventy third minute. It looked like so yep. they were already in in some trouble, and I don't think that helped their cause any. No, they managed to answer those two. It's just they couldn't couldn't hold off Tampa because Tampa's too good if you give them that kind of advantage. Also of note, Lucky scored a goal in the uh, 90 plus 2, so Good job, Lucky. Yeah. And uh, Herman and Patrick picked that game correctly. So, good job, guys. On to the next match. We have OC, Orange County, 1, Colorado, 0. Looks like they scored a goal in stoppage time and got a red card and then held on to win the match. Orange County did. Uh, yeah, the red card was actually in the 30th 31st, minute, I think. Or pretty, pretty early. 31st minute, yeah. yeah. Uh, I watched this game. I sco- OC scored uh, from a man down, and 
you couldn't tell. They they looked like they were ready. They had they knew exactly what they wanted to do. Colorado Springs just looked I don't know lackadaisical, unprepared. They just they didn't look like they were playing in the playoffs. So yeah, OC clearly clearly the better team that night. And uh, by the way, we all picked Colorado on that one, so none of us got a point for Oops. that one. Yeah. It, it it is what it is, right? It happens. Yep. On to the uh the, the next big upset of the weekend, I would say, in the wild wild west. Phoenix three, Rio Grande three, but uh on penalties, Phoenix wow. had three, Rio Grande had four. Mm-hmm. So I I heard an interesting stat going into the penalty shootout too. What's that? Phoenix's keeper had faced Nine penalties and saved zero. Ooh. Rio Grande's keeper had faced five penalties before that and saved three. three. He's good, and that was the tale. Yeah. That was the tale of the shootout. Yep. He saved the second and third one, and Two big there, saves. Phoenix's keeper. Yeah, Phoenix's keeper did get a good save, but it wasn't enough. Right. Yeah, that well, was it, a uh, that was a very. I don't know. It was it was an exciting game to be honest. I, I did stay up and watch that one. Um, yeah. It, so you're tired too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was a very exciting game. I mean, it was. I mean, very. I don't know. Um, it was a really tough game for both sides. It seemed like. I, I mean, Phoenix was attacking really hard, um, and then uh, Rio was. I mean, they were absorbing it really well, and then giving it back. At, you know, when they could. I mean, obviously. But um, going into extra time, two two. It, it, it felt like Phoenix was going to score, and obviously they did. And then uh, was it Asante that got the third one? Yeah, sure was. And then, um, and then Rio comes back. Was it like the second minute of uh, the second uh, extra time? Uh, picks mm-hmm. up that penalty and puts it back, you know, level. I mean, it was – you couldn't write it. I mean, it was crazy. No. But you could tell they were so tired by the end of that second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was some questioning of the penalty. I think it's because the keeper's foot – basically just caught the front of the I can't remember the attacking player's toe and that's what tripped him up and it doesn't look like much but it he got him and it was a penalty yeah. I mean but you also have to look at uh Phoenix also made it through playoffs off of what should be penalties so you know kind of kind of paid it back yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. so on that match we had Herman and Patrick pick that one correct and then uh, well there was one more match that I didn't did not see that, <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, we had Pittsburgh uh, had a COVID issue. Uh, it's very unclear <laughs> if it was players or coaches or, or what exactly happened, but they were not able to play. The Halloween party. Is that what it was? Final the Halloween score, party? COVID-19, Pittsburgh zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that was good. Thank you. The good thing is we'd all picked yeah. Birmingham, so uh, we all got a, a point from that one. So thank I you. I was hoping they were really going to have to. I was hoping they were really. That's got to be bittersweet. Yeah, that's got to be bittersweet for them because they move on in the playoffs, but they missed what's probably unless they make the final, the USL Championship final. That was their only chance to host because mm. they're going to Tampa Bay next week. Yep, it's going to be a rough on them. So yeah, that's. A little hard on the team, a little rough for the fans who didn't get to see their team in the playoffs at home. I do like that they're playing Tampa before us because that kind of gives us a uh, chance to look at a team that we know how they play up against how, up against Tampa. So I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Gives you a gauge, right, to figure out what they're going to do? Yeah. 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 Well, I guess that we know who everyone's picking then for that uh, that second round matchup. 
<laughs> Are we going to go straight into picks? No, then? we got to go over. I mean, we haven't gotten to the main event yet, right? There was a really that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Game on Saturday night. I wasn't trying to segue. I was just talking. <laughs> All right, good. So we did lose City one and uh, Miami zero, and what was a very uh, <sighs> say that again? I want to hear that again. Lose City one, Miami zero. Thank you. Was anybody Drink else surprised how uh, this felt like a defensive struggle, which did not feel like something we were going to see? Like, I, I feel like this year we've just relied on scoring, outscoring everybody, and it felt very different than that. How about that? Well, they, uh, they did have a, a certain interesting situation with their keeper that might bear talking about. Oh, well, I was, I was going to get there first. I was also going to go over, you know, uh, Richie Ballard, Speedy Williams, mm-hmm. and Paco Craig all started. Yep. So, I mean, Paco Craig right there, you know, it's going to be a defensive performance. Right. And you know he's going to get a yellow card. <laughs> he didn't, though. Yeah, he did. 23rd yes, he did. Minute, 24th minute, sorry. Oh, it wasn't listed in the stats sheet on the, when I looked at the stats oh. on FopMob. Were you not watching the, the game? For Were it. you not watching the game? I, I'm supp- <laughs> I can't remember everything that happens during the game. I apologize. <laughs> you, shouldn't. you shouldn't. That's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we started the a similar lineup that we always start, right? We had Hubbard, then we had Oscar, Toach, and Sharpie, and Gomez across the back. Bone, McCabe, and PDP in the midfield, and then Ownby, Lancaster, and Gonzalez up top. So it was a pretty good lineup, I thought. Seems to have been our best lineup through the year, I think. Yeah. And they, uh, I don't know what I would personally change. Not that anybody's asking me. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what I'd go with. It got us the result we needed, right? And at this point in the season, you need one win, right? So whatever gets you that mm-hmm. one victory. Um, yeah. We did. Uh, there was some talking about the, the, the keeper, Matt. So uh, you want to let the listeners know what happened there? Mm-hmm. So I was it. Um, was it Miami's backup keeper that was injured, so they got an emergency substitution? I believe it was their their second keeper was injured. Or an emergency loan? Yeah, so they, yeah. they were able to get a, an emergency loan. Who actually? Meaning their first string keeper is fine, but they start the emergency loan keeper yeah, instead. Yeah, that's kind of strange, right? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I would figure that if I mean, it was an emergency loan, it would just be somebody who's going to be on your bench, you know, in case your in case. actual keeper got hurt. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe teams have found a loophole in the rules, rules here, and you can bring in uh, a ringer for the end of the season. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I think that's a problem that needs to be addressed. I, I mean, thankfully it didn't that. work out for him, but yeah, I, I no. do think it, it should be. It's something that shouldn't just go. You know, no, that's that needs to change in the off season. That's if you've got a healthy keeper who's actually on your team, <laughs> that person needs to play. Right. At least start. Which, I mean, yeah. the emergency keeper should be for just that, right? An emergency. You're bringing them in in case exactly. the other keeper gets hurt during the game. It was an emergency. They needed a better keeper. <laughs> yep. Didn't work out so I know well. nothing about that keeper, but I'm going to say he's a ringer anyway, no matter what. Yeah. You can't change my mind because I'm not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I thought definitely... Going through this, some of the stats on the uh, through Fought Mob, you know, there was the, the possession... Uh, was pretty even, uh, 51-49, Miami with the lead on that. Uh, we did take 15 shots, and uh, seven of which were on target, which I thought was, I mean, that's it's pretty good. much. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty much mm-hmm. our game, right? We're going to shoot the ball a lot. Miami had yep. nine with one on target, so. Yep. 
That was that, if it's the one I think I'm thinking of as well. That was a tough save where Hubbard have to coming out had to run out and dive in front of it. Yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, perfectly timed. Yeah. So he's coming into. He wasn't terribly challenged, but the one challenge it was it was a good one. He's coming into his own at the right time. I feel like he's getting into form, right? It seems like at least. Mm -hmm. So something that did kind of stand out to me a little bit in the stats was there's only three corners for us and six for Miami. Yeah, it seems like there were more. Well, I I was just going to say that uh, I was nervous every time they took one. Yeah. Uh, the, the late goal thing, right? Like it has us on edge, right? Like because it's been a consistent issue throughout the season, so you you get a little bit concerned for it, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. so, and there we weren't as successful this time as taking the ball out down the wings and then crossing it in, and that's what leads to us getting more corner kicks. So if we're shooting direct on goal. A lot of the times, that's not going to go out for a corner unless somebody deflects it, and most of the time that happened, it went to the keeper. Do you feel like we yeah. kind of avoided the midfield? Avoiding Speedy, maybe? It didn't really seem like we played through the, the actual middle a lot. I, you think it was a, to avoid Speedy, maybe, or to keep him from getting maybe. involved in the match? I mean, I can't say that specifically for that, but... I mean, it, I, you didn't see him a lot. He didn't really play a big role in the game, it didn't seem... He did kind of. I thought he blended in have? a little bit. I would agree with that. Like yeah. from where I was. Now, granted, I was watching the match. You know, from the supporters section, having fun. So, true. Mm-hmm. I was staring at a drum at other drummers, and when I got a chance at the field, so yeah. Where, what position did I mean? Obviously, midfielder. But did they have him back at the six, like we were doing last year, or was he more forward? Um, I think they had four in the back, so I think he was more forward. Yeah, he was definitely okay. more forward. But I didn't notice him a lot, right? Like, you feel like you would have noticed him because he definitely influences the game when he touches the ball, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I did I, I did think that Paco actually played a pretty decent game against us. Um, he, he looked pretty good, so he definitely is still in form. Right. I mean, he's never been... He's never been deficient in that regard. He's always put in solid performances. Yep. Speaking of Paco. A little, little, more, car, little more cards than we like, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear a little rumor that uh, the stadium played a Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Oh, that was the, match. the best <laughs> yeah. troll at the end of the match was definitely was, them playing Culture that's Club. Cold. Cold. Oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> hilarious. It was my hilarious. <laughs> I had asked several people to verify that was what was playing. I was like, is that really what they're playing? Oh, yeah, that was absolutely, that was absolutely playing, yes. So. Took me a minute, too, but then I was like, why are they, oh, oh, no. (laughs) So. so, He seemed to be a good sport about everything. He he definitely did. He was even clapping when we were all yelling about the yellow card. (laughs) He misses us. I, I think we're fine with I think we're fine with who we have, but I do miss him being around because he was always fun. right. A good personality, right? Like a good character guy, kind of. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so with everything we've gone over, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? Do you like the way we look? Do you think that this is the team? Do you think we've gotten into the right form? What What are your thoughts? I didn't like that uh, we struggled I, as much as we did. To be honest, I was hoping we would uh, have that a little more handedly. But also, I never paid a lot of attention to Miami, so I'm not sure how good they actually were. 
They got quality players all around, and a third of their field players nearly know how we play and know what to do. Yeah, so so actually really that was always going to be a challenge. True. true. Good point. Yep. I, I could do without them trying to murder Gomez. Mm-hmm. How was that not a straight it red? Was. It's what it should have been. That was one of the nastiest fouls I remember seeing by us or against us. I'm very yeah. glad that that he didn't get hurt. Yeah, I'm glad he can walk. That, I mean, that they the announcers even said it. That's how you break somebody's mm-hmm. leg. And it is. Yep. So do you think that he plays but, a little bit harder so he doesn't get as many calls because he seems to? I mean, he's young, so he seems to get up quick, and and maybe that mm-hmm. it can hurt you a little bit, right? Like because if you say stay down and sell it a little bit more. Maybe you get more of those calls. I mean, could be he. I mean, he was down. He got the call and the card. It was just not the card it should have been. Right. I mean, he did stay down there for a little bit yeah. on that one. I I think he was hurting quite a bit on that one. I don't think he was selling anything either. Yeah. I, I don't just feel for, like he gets a lot of calls. Reason, the ref didn't see. No, he doesn't. But hey, less than a minute later, right? Yep. We had an answer for him. Yeah, that was a beautiful goal, Gonzalez, in the 74th minute. Mm-hmm. That's And it, all we needed, I mean, that kind of ping-ponged around, right, if I remember correctly? It wasn't... I was going to ask, did anybody go back and look at it? Because it looks to me a little bit like it may have deflected. I thought it... It did deflect a little bit off a of defender. Yeah. yeah, I did watch it again. I think it may have been pocket. But, I mean, there were just a number of number of good passes that, to even make that oh, happen. Sure. Yeah. But that's... Lately, it's I been how we've been operating, right? We, we've been working the ball methodically to try and get it into the c- cross and get it into the goal. I think we've been doing mm-hmm. fairly well with that. I mean, it can be a little frustrating when the goal doesn't happen for a while, but when you've got a team that plays at a high, a high level, they've got a system, they've got technically proficient players who know what to do and know where to be. That's a good. It's a good approach. It's gonna net results more often than not. Yeah, I would agree with that. It definitely. I mean, it seems to be the system that's worked for us, and, and we definitely have made it work the past two two matches. This is the second one nothing victory for us, right? Like, I mean, does that not surprise you guys? The way we've been playing and relying on multiple goals to win games, and now playoffs are here, and we're kind of uh, we've switched it up a little bit, right? That's kind. Of, I mean, our two championship games. What was the score? One nil. It's. I think we're a little more conservative. We're a little more focused on defense, so we're not letting those goals in, which have plagued us all year. Last two games with the formation we've been playing, we haven't seen it. We haven't allowed a goal. We're not as prolific on offense, but we're getting we're getting one, and that's all we need. So. It's not as exciting, but it works, and I think right. that's probably what Danny's approach is. I could be way you, off. Cause you can't say that we're sitting back and parking the bus after that goal either because we're still attacking. Not at all. Yeah, we're definitely attacking. I just was curious, you know, if mm-hmm. it, it's, it definitely seems like it's a little bit of a change in formation, and we've changed our, our mentality a little bit because, I mean, we did let Miami possess the ball a little bit more. It was more even in possession, and I don't, I don't know, just... It, seemed a little like uh it, it seems like we've got our form together but i wasn't sure how you guys felt about it and what you guys thought i think maybe what we're seeing is we're no longer we're still committing to the attack but we're not over committing anymore because i think that if someone were to accuse us of that throughout the year i think they might have a point we may have overcommitted on the attack some and that's what led to us giving up some of those goals late yeah i could see sense. that yeah so do we want to get on? And what is it? 
Is it? Does this coincide with Nile kind of staying more back? I think he's playing the six now, isn't he? I believe he is. That's what it looks like, at least, in okay. some of the matches recently. But, I mean, I'm also not t- tactically proficient. I understand the game, you know, enough. <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm a Same. brilliant tactician, so. <laughs> I could never be accused of that either. But <laughs> he's been, I mean, how long has he been here? He knows exactly what he's doing. Um, he's a veteran. I don't know if I want to call him a cool head, but he's a veteran. <laughs> Uh, veteran's a good word. Yeah. He knows what to do. He knows where to be. And, I mean, he can play anywhere. So that may be kind of some of the thinking behind putting him there. Yet again, disclaimer, no tactical genius here. Um, isn't This is a guy who's played every position but keeper, right? Like, he's played almost everywhere for Lou City. Center back. I bet if he had to, he'd he may have played it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I think he may have played center back at one point. I think that we made a joke about that years ago. Like, they put him in there just to get him that last, you know, position on the field. Mm-hmm. So they can say they've started him everywhere. <laughs> just like that one year every field player scored, we've got one player who's played every position. There you go. Was it? So we were talking about that the other night on the way home because that came up. Uh, Morad was the last person to score, right? Tariq Morad missed a penalty and then put it back. Yep, and he was the last for the final yeah. one. Yep, and he was the last one, and then he just scored again the next game because, of course, <laughs> why not? I mean, he got it right. <laughs> well, at that when point. he got the first one, it's the pressure's off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said, "Hey, I like doing that. I think I'll do it again." This is fun. Yep. People scream my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we want to talk about the handball that wasn't? Oh, uh, if you'd like, go for it. Which one? Yeah. Which end? Yeah. Uh, down at our end, um, I think there was another one, but I, did, I didn't see it. But, yeah, down at our end, basically right on the goal line, we had two or three good shots that the keeper stopped. When the defender was on top and of the ball. It bounced yes. to the defender, yeah. And blatant handball from where we were looking. There was no question whatsoever. Problem is, I saw the view from the camera, as the angle the ref had. It's yeah, tough. you couldn't see it at yeah. all. Yeah. So... I mean, they're only... Geometry screwed us over. What can I say? They're only human, right? They can't see everything. Yeah. I think we yelled some fairly inhuman things at them, though. Well, that's your job. I was going to say, that's, that's yeah. what supporters are supposed to do. And, you know, that's why I say that thing whenever I can before the match. I, if there's a ref, I just say, hey, for the things I'm going to yell, I just want to apologize. <laughs> you're probably right, but ooh, you're definitely yeah. wrong. <laughs> it's not personal, but it's going to be horrible. So there are a lot of random strangers in Lynn Stadium that are like, this guy came up to me and apologized about all my bad calls I was going to make because I was wearing this brightly colored yellow shirt. Well, no, they got the pro ref's uh, patch on. Oh, with the clown in it? So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go look at that logo now. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't resist. Yeah. Was it the Phoenix game? I think somebody just sprayed down somebody in one of those pro ref hoodies what? or stadium jackets or whatever with a water bottle. Oh, I did see that. It like, was the, pit, and, the, um, yeah. the Phoenix game. But it looked like a player did it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think I, he turned around, but not quickly enough and couldn't tell who did it. Is right. He was like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he got drenched. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely on the broadcast. Yep. Nice. Well, so that was just the game that kept on giving, wasn't it? Was, it? it really was. Yeah, I, uh, you know, till about one thirty in the morning, 
<laughs> I mean, technically, it's only twelve thirty, right? Or the second yeah. Okay. My clock still said one thirty when I went to bed. Yeah, and it didn't change to what two, something like that. Uh, it changed it to I don't know if we crossed over two and went back and then had a second one thirty or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was a long ass <laughs> night. <laughs> it's not as good as that Hobbit thing of second breakfast, but you know, nothing is. I agree. Not as good as second breakfast. References like this are the only reason they let me on the show. No, we let you on the show because you have a really good take. Well, thank you. So, I mean, match was good. I thought we did what we had to do, t- took care of business. That means we're going to get one more game. Um, and, and that means uh, we should probably get to the second round, pick them, and kind of go through what we have on deck for... It looks like every game is on the 13th. The, uh, yep. the first match will kick off at 7 p.m. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Rowdies versus the Birmingham Legion. Patrick, who you got? Got a team. Shit, sorry, I was looking at pro ref patches. Um, <laughs> against Birmingham, uh, Tampa. All right. I, I really want to say no, 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 no. I'm not done. I was say I was saying that I want to say Birmingham just because I want to see them move on. But Tampa's going to be a tough, tough game for anybody. So yeah, I do. I will go with Tampa. Okay, so Tampa. Right Final down. answer. Final answer. All right. Matt, how about yourself? Okay, uh, this is really scientific, let me tell you. I like to think we can probably at least beat Tampa or at least be as good as them. Birmingham is pretty close to as good as us. One of those teams just had a bye week. The other team just played 120 minutes and penalties. Mm -hmm. Mentally and physically exhausting. They're still going to be at home in that wild crowd at Al Lang, but... Uh, I'm going to go with Birmingham. Right on. I didn't even think about them having the bye week. I'm going to go with, I mean, Tampa looked really good. Even though the defense is definitely not as solid as it was at the beginning of the season. I mean, they put in six Mm -hmm. goals, and they put in most of them before they were a man up. So I'm going to go with Tampa. The next match of the, the, the evening would be Louisville City hosting the Charlotte Independence at 7.30 p.m. Charlotte's coming off that big win. What do you guys got? I mean, Charlotte looked good against Memphis. Um, but, I mean, I always have to go City. Always go City. Always go City. Uh, yeah, Charlotte added a lot of pieces, like I said, through the middle of the season. I mean, it, they didn't really start coming on until midway through the season. They're strong. They're a good team. I don't see anybody there who's better than our team, and a lot of our team, a lot of us have been together for four or five years. I think you go city. Plus, we're at home. I'm about to say, yeah, they're not going to be used to hearing, yeah, hearing what we have. It's a team that can beat us, but I don't think they will. I, I mean, regular season, yeah. Postseason, no. I'm going to go with city as well. Isn't that Charlotte's first uh, playoff Obviously. win was at home? <laughs> I mean, so. I don't know yep. if they're going to get their second against a veteran team like us and and and, and Ian Lynn. I just I feel like that's going to be very difficult for them. So, and uh, next match of the evening would be at nine p.m. San Antonio FC versus Rio Grande Valley FC. Who you guys got? I like I like that Rio pulled it off against Phoenix, but I don't think they have it against San Antonio. I'm going San Antonio. All right. I watched both of these games. Rio Grande Valley was up for that game. Everything, every time they got hit, they punched back. 
That is so draining, and it's so hard to get up like that two games in a row. San Antonio showed up. They had a plan. They executed it. I think they're going to do the same. San Antonio. I'm going to go with uh, Rio Grande Valley because if I pick the same thing as Patrick, I'll never catch him on points, and uh, we've already picked the same (laughs) games twice. So come on, Rio Grande. (laughs) I just don't care. That's actually a fair. I know I'm bad at this. Yeah, it made me realize uh, after the pickums, it made me realize why I do not gamble because I am really, really bad. <laughs> Plus, I, I think I have that problem where I make make picks first on based on fandom, you know, instead of based on reality, right? Like because I really wanted mm-hmm. the teams in our division to win, right? So, right. But yeah. Anyways, on to the final match of the evening: 10 p.m. kickoff, Orange County SC versus Oakland Roots SC. Patrick, who you got? I'm sticking with Oakland. No, I didn't watch either one of the... I mean, I watched a few minutes of the uh, OC Colorado game, but uh, but not enough to really get a good gauge on OC. But, uh, yeah, sticking with Oakland. Right on. Matt? I have no good read on this. I did not see either game. I don't know much about either team. OC. Sure, why not? I'm with Matt. I'm going to go with OC. Um, you Just would. because... I have to go against Patrick again. I'm trying to catch up to him and Herman. Um, you realize he's just going to take a bigger lead now. I know, right? I'm just giving him the game. But uh, <laughs> we'll let you guys know that Patrick and Herman tied. At, they picked six out of eight matches correctly, and then Matt and I tied for second with uh, three matches correctly each. So we're, good <laughs> we're really good at this game. We, yeah. I mean, we're just doing it to have fun, right, ultimately? Hey, we ultimately. got almost half of those right. <laughs> almost right <laughs> almost and one of them the game didn't even get played so i mean <laughs> we're on that's a roll funny. matt that's funny we all got those we yeah. all got that one right though we did nobody would have guessed yep. why but we all got it right and what we'll do is uh i'll reach out to mr herman quinn and get his picks off air so that way we can make sure we have his picks on the uh on the twitter feed as well for you guys so you can see how we're doing and, and see what that looks like So, uh, yeah, he couldn't be here. He's at a very important uh, supporter group president summit. Um, indeed, being held in Annapolis, America. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go with that. He's at the I, the supporter group summit. I mean, I, I, yeah. I believed you there for a second, man. I was like, oh wait, how did you? Oh, you're just making shit up. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm pretty excited for this weekend. That's all I do. <laughs> If you guys can come out, make sure you do come out. 7.30 kickoff. Um, it's a great time. I will say, so we, uh, this end of the season, we invited our neighbors. We've been inviting them for years to come to a match, and they finally came. And now they've come to every match because they've had such a good time. So, uh, you know, if you haven't been before, come out. Um, I know that they'll probably do something special with tickets again where they have something with maybe a ticket and a beer. I know they did that last time, so fingers crossed they'll do that again. But... Yep. But yeah, that's uh, if you know the slogan on this year's scarf, just one game, never the same. That's what it means. It only takes one, and you'll be hooked. Yeah. So, so Matt, is there any uh, Cooper's news that we need to go over? Uh, if there is, I don't know about it, because I've been at the beach the last week and just got back a day or two ago. <laughs> but yeah, we're having our... Uh, we're having our board meeting this coming Wednesday, uh, location to be determined. 
because I think I'm usually the one who arranges those, and I probably should do that now. <laughs> so next week we should have some news. And we're also probably going to, on our next episode, have some information about 2022 memberships and the board election that's coming up soon. I know we talked about that last week, so. Excellent. Yep. But yeah, and please, if you've got some ideas for things we're not doing or things you think we can do better or you just want to kind of join in and help add to the process, we can always use we can always new, use new points of view. We'd love to have you. So think about nominating yourself for the, uh, one of those board positions. And, you know, you don't only have to be a member of the board, you know, to help out. We always need, you know, people who paint TIFOs, people who want to do the podcast, people who want to do all these other things as well. There's always things that you know, need to be done and taken care of. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you're not willing to, you know, commit to the time to be on the board, you can still participate and be involved in the process that makes everything go with the Coopers and makes it a great supporters group. Yeah, somebody out there great is going to be able to come up with more intelligent things to say than me. Please, just let us know. <laughs> oh, you do fine. You're doing very well. I still can't find a pro, uh, pro ref patch with a clown face on it. Uh, they all have the clown face on it. What are you talking about? You, you just can't. F- no, the clown face is slightly above it. Oh, oh. I'm looking it's at a secondary it's out of the neck of the jacket. Yeah. Instead of stars, <laughs> they have the number of clown faces, and that's where the bad calls they've made. <laughs> oh, I like that better. It just goes in circles around it. There's oh, yeah. The num- is that the number of important games they screwed exactly. up? Exactly. So, you know, they all have at least one clown face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Minimum. Actually, credit words do. The ref in the Phoenix Rising and Rio Grande Valley game, I thought, did a pretty good job. I mean, it, yeah, it got the, pretty chippy there for a while. There was some, uh, yeah. but he ended up handling it pretty well. Yeah, it, it, like I thought it was going to get out of control. To be honest, it uh, yeah. chaos almost ensued, and it did seem like it for a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he re- reined it back in. It was he did a good job. Yep. So he gets half of a clown face removed. Then how does that work? I, um, we got to come up with a system for this. I think I think he might he might deserve that. <laughs> Although I think they said on the broadcast he's handled just something like twenty USL games already this year. So apparently he's one of the more trusted referees they have. And that makes that's who you're going to want in the playoffs, right? You want your best referee. Absolutely. So you want the players to decide the games, not the uh, refs, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, thankfully that. Thankfully, that happened this week, with at least in our game. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it was pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I just got an announcement. Um, as of five minutes ago, Bob Lilly has finally finished yelling at his team. <laughs> Did he let them leave the field? <laughs> he let them leave the Halloween party. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, I thought he'd be yelling oh, at COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone checked on him? He might have just had an aneurysm or something when he heard that. <laughs> Is Bob Lilly okay? Someone, someone check this for Let us. Let us know. Hashtag answer barrel proof. <laughs> Don't do that. We won't check that. Yeah, I was going to say, at barrel proof SE on the, on the Twitters, if you want to add us and let us know that he's okay, we definitely won't check, mm-hmm. and we probably aren't that worried. He's probably okay, although some of his team members are, or some of his players are probably crying. That's got to be tough to have that be the reason you don't go anywhere in the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was strange. And knowing you got to go face Bob Lilly, who is not known for keeping his feelings to himself. I thought it was strange that the the press release didn't mention if it's players or coaches or like who it was. Right? Did you not find that a little bizarre? 
I didn't even catch that now that you say that now that you mention it, but it's definitely like I related the to the team. the team and people working there were at the party based on what was said. Of course, this is all on Twitter, so who knows? Yeah. Somebody at the match was talking about that, and they said apparently the the Penguins are having a similar issue right now, where they have a, an outbreak of COVID in their locker room as well. So, ooh, it could be something that's just going around that area. Avoid Pittsburgh. At least for the next couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Pittsburgh needs to be quarantined. At least they're sports teams, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do feel bad for their fans as well because they've always been just really fun to hang out with. That's yeah. one of the that's one of the top two or three places to go on for a road game, in my opinion. Agreed. They they do have a really good fan base and they're very friendly people and they're very like uh, welcoming. So and that's always a good thing when you get to a, you know an away trip and the other fan base is there. And they'll and give very... us Jello shots. What's that? They give us Jello Coolers shots. Coolers full of Jello. We give them bourbon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seems like a fair trade those are some interesting tailgates yeah and they have dollar beer night occasionally which is also nice mm-hmm. just saying nudge, nudge. right exactly i was just saying uh <laughs> brad if you're out there in footler land and you're listening you know a dollar beer night would would be appreciated i mean just one or two here and there two dollar margaritas we would drink the place dry again <laughs> we did it to Slugger on Dollar Beer Night. I think we could do it at Lynn Family. I mean, eventually that beer has to go bad. We have to drink it all at some point. <laughs> you know, you raise a very good point. Brad, make it happen. I know you listen religiously. We don't want it to go bad over the off-season. <laughs> <Just, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and next Saturday could be our last match, you know, so we, we, we hope it's not. But, you know, maybe we should just drink all the beer, just in case. You could buy more. More beer? More beer. More beer. More beer. More beer. I wonder what it takes to get dollar beer night. What do we got to do to get that? <laughs> Pay for all the uh, beer. <laughs> Pay off the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, might, yeah. I wonder how much Pay of the beer sales go. Off the training field, maybe. <laughs> Directly to the stadium? <laughs> Probably most of it. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah. Well, I think we got the, a good episode together for everybody out there in the uh, in the listenership. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the, the episode. I don't think we did an ask barrel proof, did we? Oh, do we have ask barrel proof questions? No, like I said, I don't think we did one. I don't think we put out the. Oh. We should we should get better about these things. We should, yeah, we should yeah. Whose work job, on that. Whose job is that? It's, we'll talk about that. Who has to log into the yeah. we'll Twitter page? Taylor, I think it's whoever yeah, wants the job. <laughs> yeah, apparently, it's not Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be hearing more from Taylor and Ty and Herman soon. Yep, absolutely. And Ken, of course. Ken. And Robbie. I'm just trying Holly to rattle off everyone who's been a host of this recently. Um, yeah. Yeah. Could, could use a throwback episode. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe get Matt on here as well. The other Matt. Other Matt. Not, not Lucy. Have a battle thing. of the mats. Have a battle of the mats. Yeah. Mm, battle Royale. Yep. <laughs> I don't think we should have any. We're gonna have a ladder match, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why not just make it a TLC match? Go all the way. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> wrong, wrong TLC. Glenn? Not, not, Glenn? not the right TLC. That's, oh, that's why, Glenn. That's why. <laughs> because Patrick thinks the match would be taking place while they were listening to TLC. I mean, yes. I, I, 
That'd be an interesting match. <laughs> I, I think it's a good gimmick. I don't know if anyone's used that yet. <laughs> Alright, so before this gets out of hand, thank you all very much. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you can get Good to that match everybody. Saturday, hopefully we'll see your, your your smiling face and you'll come stand with us in the uh, Stop It All End and sing some songs and drink some beers if you're of age. And, and uh, margaritas too. Don't forget the margaritas. And, and margaritas. And uh, come on, Sid A. Love each and every Come on, Sid A. <laughs>